Hey, KFC Radio listeners, you can find every episode of KFC Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Kevin, 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 uh. Kevin, you are just ridiculously stupid. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Is this Kevin? Welcome back. Oh, oh yeah, man, how you doing? You good? I know you oh, like that yeah, cat. Yeah. I know you like that cat. I know you like that Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I thought we had a dog day for a second because Casey Smith wasn't here, and then she strolled in at the last minute. I got I've kitty been cat. here. Yeah, I've been here. I didn't see you at all today. Well, then... I did the NFL show this morning, but then I'll be honest. I, I walked in here late because I was just doing a confessional on you getting selected in Jenga over me. Oh, yeah? So well, it ran a little long. How'd that feel? How'd that well, go? I mean... The red light came on and I had some things to say. I bet you did. But I, I didn't I didn't take any shots at you, don't worry. Just taking shots at Fat Boy? Yeah, well the fact that he's I mean, I don't know. Are you guys still in the hunt for this? I don't oh, even yeah. know. Okay, well my five grand is still on the table. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Um ridiculous. I know it is. But and no Tommy I, Tommy just cut Frankie. He did? Yeah. Who's he picking up? Uh Vibs picked up Vibs. That's a good pick. Vibs so, has yeah. steady hands. I, I watched him give everyone tattoos. Yeah, so I guess uh, the the rule was Black Friday was the cutoff, but only if you've played three games. They had only mm. played two games, and so he was able to cut uh, Tommy uh, Frankie after what he called a disgusting display of Jenga failure. I'll be honest. I think every Jenga game should be out in the office yeah. like it was because the, the pressure the audience was, is a big difference. Oh, yeah, and like the, the heckling that goes on. I feel like You know what's funny is I think everyone's – Getting to the point where they're like pretty good at it, mm-hmm. it just comes down to if you know the game of Jenga and how the rules work, you can't pick anything. You have to go three rows down to pick your block. Right, right. And basically, it comes down to whether or not a new third row appears during your turn. Right. If there's no third row for you to pick once everything beneath is fucked, like you're yeah. just kind of fucked. Yeah. So it's really just about hot potato, which when is your turn, you know? But, um, I, I, I say this about Jenga every time it comes up. It's amazing what it turns this office into. And it's just, I mean, it turns everyone into kids. And com- I mean, yeah. I, like just the ju- juxtaposition of like the serious-ish, nothing we do here is super serious, but like this morning doing the NFL show with Deion Sanders and then coming in and having to talk shit about Fat Boy for not picking me in Jenga. You know, it's, <laughs> I, I didn't even know if you guys were, were still in the hunt. It makes me happy to know that. Yeah, we're in second place right now in our group. When do the playoffs start? Uh, well, I mean, this technically already is the playoffs. This is like group play. So, like, oh. when does the, the uh, I think I, we have two more matches, I think. Do you guys play Dave and Rhea? If we make it out of our group. Okay. Our group right now has, you know, they're not in it. It's, it's, it's Ronan, Big Cat, Frank, and Nick, and Rudy, and Billy. Having Frank in your group is. It ain't right. It's tough. He is a menace. He's a menace to society. Did you see this video he put out today? Frank the Tank dropped a video today. It's an old video of him interviewing the mayor. <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. What year? It's ridiculous. 
Uh, I want to say 1996 for oh, some reason shit. jumped into my mind. Yeah, like 24 years. Yeah, old. Yeah, he's like, like in not... college, and he's like, is he? Is Frank he Frank in college? He's got hair. I mean, uh, it's on his. I have to go look at this. It's, it's on the blog. His... Um, <laughs> he's and I don't know if it's the way it's it's edited, but he's like, hello, we're here to interview the mayor. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Mr. Mayor. And the mayor just like stares back at him. Doesn't say a word. It's very it's funny. It's oh my great. god! Like, why am I doing the that? tank is is he's a special. special that man. is that mustache. He's got a stash. He's got like almost a Ken Bone blue sweater. Imagine if wow. Ken Bone was rocking blue instead of red. Yeah, that's exactly what that yeah, looks like. It's like a cable knit. It's funny. Rocket, are you any good at Jenga? Would you be Would you be pulling bricks uh, here if you were in New York? Um, I I did like they were doing trial runs before they launched stool streams, and I did a few uh-huh. of those. I was pretty good. Yeah, I feel like. That's the beauty of Jenga. That's why it's a fun game. Everyone's like kind of okay, and then there's like so fun. Mm-hmm. It really, I mean, it's crazy that hats off to Hank. It was I, I was about to say, like we talked about this all the time. I thought it was going to be that good, and then I was like, oh shit, this is something. Whenever they were like removing the college football set from that room to make the stool stream set, I was like, fuck well, this. Well, yeah. no, I was more like, well, what are we going to do next fall? Whenever like yeah. we need a college football set in there. And Pete was like, well, I guess we'll just see, you know, how successful it is. And obviously it blew up and we can put the college football set elsewhere in this, the office now. But at that time I was like, you know, why don't we just take it out during the fall? Like we'll have, co- yeah, we'll have football yeah. and then it can come back. And then it just skyrocketed. Yeah. It's, and there's something about Jenga too. We play other games, but Jenga is really like that shit. Well, it's because it's, it, it's the tense, the tension. I, I think oh my God. The... I had my dumbest moment ever. What happened? This, I was, I am mortified oh, no. by something I did on the podcast today. I've oh. had I've had dumb moments. We've all had dumb moments, but like, oh yeah. But even when I laugh thing? at my, even when I laugh at my my dumb moments, I don't I don't really ever think they're like that dumb. Like maybe I'll get something wrong, but I can like justify why I thought mm-hmm. that, or like, or I don't think I'm wrong at all, and I can argue at least some point of it. Or sometimes it's always like opinion based, so there's some wiggle room. And then there's been two times now. This is my second time in my career. Prior to this, I really only thought there was one time that I was, like, truly, blatantly stupid. Oh, no. What would you do? What did you do? I, like... This is a podcast that's released already? Right now. Already out. Okay. Like, 20 times on the podcast, I called the country hungry, Hungary, over and over and over again. But Fights didn't correct you. Did Fights Well, but he's retarded. He's an idiot. Frank Fights is an idiot. So now Nick is stupid too, apparently. I thought Nick was smart. He's dumb. I guess, you know, the buck stops with me. I guess I'm the smart one on the show. Is Hungary not a thing? Well, you you, you are Hungarian. So I saw, like, this Hungarian man, Hungarian man, Hungarian man did this, Hungarian man did that. So I kept reading Hungarian, 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 and I was like, it's, he's, like, Romanian, you're from Romania, Hungary, you're from Hungary. Nope, not a country, Kevin, and I said it, like, 50 times. Wait, haven't you gotten in a fight with Hungarians before, or no? Probably. You haven't talked about Hungary at all? (laughs) I probably, no, I have, you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have. I definitely got in a fight with Serbia. Well, you got fight. And then yeah. the hung- no, I think no. I was on the same side. Yes, Hungarians like- hate Serbians, so I was like, "Let's ride, Hungary." So you knew it was Hungary. So, but you, you know what, so- though, honestly, I don't think that's that. I mean, it's not dumb because I think that oh, you it's just dumb. Kevin, well, you're not wrong. You're not, not wrong. wrong. Well, well, actually, in Latin, it's, not it's Hungarian, they, 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 right? They yeah, yeah. Hungarian so there man. are, you know, I didn't completely like. I I knew this. I don't one think it was an egregious fuck up. It's pretty. I mean, I it's think pretty it was just like a slip of the tongue. Not. It's no, like it's I mean, not. if if you call if you if I called Canada like Canada, 
You'd yeah, be like, yeah, you are a fucking bad. moron. Yeah. Well, but, but also, like, hungry. We, hungry. We, but you yeah. know, how often do you talk about hungry? Never. Right. You talk about Canada all the time. Well, yeah, but that's, I guess if you're over in Hungary. That's why like, it's you... not egregious. I don't, I like, I, okay, so it's not right, my, Hungaria, my tr- but. So my truly dumbest moment, and this is, this is the dumbest moment of my life. Oh. I can pinpoint the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. And if you, too, can pinpoint your dumbest moment ever, call lot. us up, 833-85-STOOL. So many. I No, but that's what I mean. Like, we've all, like, done dumb things, but this was like, oh, my God, you know, an, an unintelligent person would do this, you know? <laughs> okay. So Okay. Actually, oddly enough, this blog was written about quarantining. This was, like, a couple years ago, I think, when Ebola popped off. Mm. There was a little Ebola scare. And I said, you're an asshole if you go to Africa and you get Ebola and you come back here. And I was like, you shouldn't go to Africa. I think it was when I was drawing my big map with all my X's on it. And I was like, but if you do go to Africa, you should have to quarantine somewhere for two weeks before you come back to America. I was way ahead of my time. So I'm, think- I- I- I'm writing this blog and I'm like, we need to find somewhere that's halfway between America and Africa, like somewhere in the Atlantic, that mm-hmm. you have to stop over on before you go back to America. You, you, you live there for two weeks. You're cleared. You're, you're healthy. You go there. So I Google a map. And I did not realize that the map was showing capitals, not uh. country names. They were showing capital cities. So in the middle of the Atlantic, I see this little speck, this little island and it says Hamilton. And I'm like, huh, I have never heard of this. What is this Hamilton Island you speak of, Google Maps? And I'm like, fuck it, I don't care. So I write this long blog all about how you're going to quarantine and live on Hamilton Island. And I, and I had one moment being like, how the fuck do I not know about an, an entire island off the coast of America in in the Atlantic. Like, this is weird, but okay, whatever. And I write, like, thousands of words on it. And uh, it took it took a, a, a reader, a commenter, to explain to me that Hamilton is the capital city of an island called Bermuda. And that there is no such thing as Hamilton Island. It's Hamilton just Bermuda island. that you're talking about, <laughs> Kevin. And I was like... I mean, that has stuck with me. That was probably 10 years ago. I wrote that earlier, early on in my career. Hamilton I was like, that's island. it. That Hamilton Island is the moment in my life that I was the dumbest I've ever been. You know why I know that it is actually your dumbest moment? Because you, I've heard this story now from you in social settings when microphones aren't even on. Yeah, no, like you, I, you told I, this it, story like as like not as entertainment. Like yes. basically, like the dumbest I've ever I'm felt ashamed. is this. I, yes. I was ashamed of myself. Hungaria. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about the Latin root, and we can you know say it's. not I don't that. think that's as Hungaria bad as you think is, it is. Is 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 my second. That's my second place one in my mind. But that you is... know that it's hungry. Like you knew that going. I into said it. it like twenty times. Though. I can't believe John didn't correct you. He he, kind of like froze for a second. I don't know. Maybe maybe he thought something was going on. He corrects me as idiot. soon as I open my mouth before I say a word. So you're I'm dumb. Kind of, I'm offended. You're dumb. I but I don't think I I know that you know it's hungry because I've heard you yeah, say hungry. Said, before. Yeah, it's not like I truly have never heard right, of hungry right, or something. Right. But you know, I'm not cultured you could enough tell me to that stop Hungary is like a territory of hungry. Yeah. yeah, I probably could have spun it a little. For sure. I should have just right away said, well, I was talking about the Latin root, you fucking uneducated swine. Yes. But yeah. no, I mean, I'm keeping it real. It was just a really 
dumb. I mean, it, it's just that I said it so many times. I was like, I, we're going to start off today in the Ias. We got Romania. We've got oh, no. Hungary. Like, okay. I made it a point. How, did you find out that it was wrong because of, like, Twitter? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Somebody yeah. tweeted me, and, and it was it was Britney Spears going like, ooh. So it was like every time Kevin says Hungary instead of Hungary, ooh. And I was like, oh, oh that's the exact no. face I bet people are making right now. Or so, so maybe not. Or people might just... I mean, there's probably a lot of idiots out there who, who were like, oh, I thought it was Hungary. I guess it's Hungary. He they probably thought so. they said it wrong the whole time. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't I have thought that the two are the same. But if you told me that Hungary is a place, I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like, yeah, yeah. That's hung, a good point. Hungary is Hungary yeah. or something That's like that. That's a good yeah, point. I wouldn't, if you said Hungary, I wouldn't be like, oh, he's talking about Hungary. But like Hungary is probably somewhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, sure. it's, it's not a totally made up word. When I was at Deloitte, uh, there was we were doing some like. It was like a lazy day. We were doing like some geography challenge like on online, just like fucking around. And it was like fill in as many countries as you can or something. And uh, this one kid kept calling Belarus Belarus. And he was like, what's the capital of Belarus? And I was like, I've never even heard of Belarus. Like, I was like, I was keeping my mouth shut because – was that? Minsk? Mink? I don't even know what the fuck it, you know. But I was like – I'm just gonna stay quiet because I'm so stupid. I don't even know where Belarus is. Like, what's Belarus? Right. And then I heard like one of the managers yell over, like, "You mean Belarus, you fucking idiot!" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> thank God, I didn't I, say anything." There are just so many tiny little countries on the other side of the world that, like, I, unless it just sounded ridiculous, I feel like I would be like, "Yeah, that's probably a country. I don't know." Kevin from New York, what's your dumbest moment of all time? All right, so when I was like pledging my fraternity, all right, this is how I got my pledge name. So. I had a deviated septum, and I had surgery on it earlier that day. So I was, like, all jacked up on meds. And, right. like, we're taking, we're taking notes and everything. And uh, I asked my pledge master, how many J's are in the word knife? And How many J's are in the word knife? Yeah, and that's how I got my pledge name, Webster, like the dictionary. <laughs> how many J's are in the word knife? I mean, that's yeah. just not even close, brother. No, it's not. No, but, but at least you have the fallback that you were hopped up. Like if you yeah. like in, in oh, your oh, right God. frame of mind, you know how to spell the word knife, right? Yes, I do. So that's good. You're you can hang your hat on that. But yeah, so, it, right? so you just had more of an embarrassing moment where like you were out of your mind as opposed to a truly dumb moment. Like one time my sister at the age of like 20 something. Maybe no, maybe she's more like a teenager, but still, she asked the whole family, "What animal do potatoes come from?" <laughs> what animal do potatoes come from? She thought they got yeah. laid like eggs, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I mean, it's there's, tough there's definitely like there's. I can't think of any moment where I was dumb, but I've oh. definitely had moments where I was like, "I'm I'm made to feel dumb in this moment." Such well, that, as? Yeah, that means you were probably being dumb, Jared. <laughs> no, I think there's a difference I do, between but you, okay. if, the, if the room agrees. Yeah, I was about to say, can we just say that like Jared will never admit that he was being dumb. It's going to be everyone else's fault. Probably. Yeah. No, there's a difference between being dumb and being ignorant. Like, there's... It that's, mostly uh, no, that is true. No, that's for sure true. Yeah, like, if you were uninformed was, or uneducated yeah. on a topic versus, yeah, yeah. like, I just don't know basics of life or whatever. Yeah, and like it's it's it mostly happens in interviews, like where like you present something to a person that you're talking to, and then they correct you, and then you feel like an asshole. Oh, that's the uh, worst. Yeah, like that. Like there's two that stick out in my mind. Like when we interviewed Chris Jericho, 
And I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is what, like, your second or your third book? And he was like, it's my eighth book, like, way to do your yeah, research. Yeah, I know and what I you mean. Like, that stuff oh. hurts. That that zings. But it's also like, oh, I don't know, whatever, man. Yeah. Sorry, I like, don't know everything I, about you, but. Right. And then I interviewed, like, uh, he's a first base coach, but he used to be the head coach at a college. <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, like, you know, you've got the most wins of all time, like 500-something wins. He was like, actually, I have, like, 800-something. Because yeah. I read, I read the number of like how many wins he had at that particular at that school. time when it was written. Or yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, like, like it was little... only one school, not his whole coaching career. And I was like, oh yeah. my bad. I once Frankie Borelli set me up for failure on this one uh, when we were doing Barstool Radio. The first time we did an interview, he mm-hmm. had a alien type of expert on the show, <laughs> and he gave me the producer like notes on it, and it said that this guy believes. That he can contact aliens, like, whenever he wants. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. So I thought we were having like some crackpot lunatic alien guy on the show. So I'm like, let's bring in Dr. Smith. Like, you know, sounds to me like you think you can just hop on the phone and call aliens whenever you want, huh? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, it says here that you can like contact aliens at will. And he was like. Absolutely not. He was like totally calm, completely well spoken, and he's just like a an astro, like an astronomer who like does take an interest in aliens and has like some theories on them. But fucking Frankie, like not nothing, you know. And the worst part was Dave was on the show at that point, and Dave, you know, Dave wanted Barstool Radio to just be like him and his show, and like let me talk about my American Express points, and he didn't want to yeah. interview anybody. But Frankie was trying to like make it a real show, and I'm trying to do like a funny, like a cool, like alien interview. So Dave's already against it. And then, like, this this awful moment of, like, no, I don't – I can't contact aliens. And Dave was like, yeah, was real great job, guys. the of the interview. Basically, yeah. you know, and then I was like, oh, God, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do now. Like, Once you say something like that, it's just it's over. over. It's over I mean, with. He has no respect for me, nor should he. And, and that yeah. wasn't your fault. I mean, I, I've said this before, like, whenever you're watching people on TV and they have, like, an IFB in and they say or ask something stupid, it's not always their fault. Like, right. there's, there could be somebody in their ear. I mean – Granted, they it probably is their fault, but like you can get bad information. Right. But then like the worst interview, I, Jared, you'll appreciate this one. The worst one that I think I ever had feeling dumb in an interview was when I did the college, uh, the SEC baseball tournament, and Andrew Benintendi was my post game interview, and mm. I can't remember if it was LSU that they had played or whatever because he played for Arkansas, and I was like. This was the first time you guys have beaten them in the tournament, and they had played them like two nights before or something, and I just forgot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And instead of just being a nice person and just being like, yeah, you know, like, you know, we, he was like, you know, we played them the other night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, okay. Classic like, I'm Benny. not, I, do what? It's like you, classic Benny. It was such an <laughs> asshole thing to do, but like, of course, like in the moment, it's like, you know, college. I was just sitting there, it's like, well, I, I mean, I'm going to end this interview now. Like, there's no yeah, fucking that reason. Was... I felt so no, bad. That was that's it. Piazza fucking shit down my throat when I asked him, uh, you know, I was like, can you uh, compare and contrast, like, Art Howe versus Willie Randolph? And I get that, you know, in hindsight, like, that kind of implies you're going to have to throw Willie Randolph under the bus. But, like, not really. There's a way to answer that question where you give props to, like, both people. But it was just because I was, like, a rookie and clearly, like, didn't know what I was doing. And Piazza just fucking. What did he say? My... He was just like, 
what kind of question is that? Oh, and I, I, I said, I said, I, I had a, I first phrased it as like something like, uh, you know, Art Howe's the new manager, or no, other way around, I guess, right? Yeah, Willie Randolph uh, is the new manager. Like, some, can you speak about something like that? And he was like, what kind of question is that? And I was like, well, can you like compare and contrast their managerial styles or like what it's been like with the new manager? And he was like, how could I possibly answer that? And I was like, Dude, I I not... don't know. Like one, you know, talk about like their different styles or what you. I mean, I so I'm like trying to tell him how to answer it, and then I clearly, you know, it, it was just like he's, you know, not interested in. I and I get why. I, 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 feeling this was spring training oh five. So you're doing this for Fordham? Yes, for Fordham, and like yeah. they, I had only been doing spring training. I had only been doing the minor leagues. They sent me down. So first, what happened was. I, and these are things, you know, I just learn on the fly. I'm down in, in, in Port St. Lucie in the clubhouse of spring training. And everybody is, you know, the, the guys are at their lockers and you walk around with your microphone and your little, like, at the time we were using, like, Sony mini discs. And you just walk over and you pop in, you start asking questions. And I see that one guy is talking to Mike Piazza. And... I look, everyone else is crowded around all the other places, and one dude's talking to Piazza, and I just should have known that that means he, like, he set this up, and he had an agreed upon, like, I'm going to do a one-on-one, but he was still just sitting at his locker, so I thought it was, like, fair game, mm-hmm. so I just kind of, like, sidle up and put my mic out to try to get some of the sound bites as well, and... um and I actually didn't ask any questions. I was just like, I'm going to try to get some of these sound bites. And then afterwards, the guy who interviewed him was was cool. He was like, yo, dude, like, just so you know, I had set that up. And in the future, if you're going to, like, jump in, you should probably ask some questions, too. So you're not just, like, mooching Hungry. my sound bites. But he was cool. Like, I was literally, I probably looked the part. I was probably, like, in a yeah, shitty, in, like, a shitty, uh, like, a shitty oversized suit, you know, button up, like, looking like an idiot. But he was cool. And... And like, yeah, and, and like helped me. Shut up. Whereas, Fran- so then, so like, I think Piazza already kind of was like, who the fuck is this kid? Clearly, he's the rookie. And then later, when it was like, when it was a free for all, and I was able to like jump in, that's when he just like shit down my throat. So it was an, a, yeah. a scrum. He did that. Yeah, in front oh, of that's e- yeah, in front of everybody. See, that's so fucked up because it's like I understand like they pr- don't want to sit there and answer questions, but like I've been in in, in NBA locker rooms to do post game interviews and like people ask dumb questions and they most of the time the guys you just, just keep it moving. You just like, keep them moving. They yeah. get they give a short answer because you can tell who the new kids are. You well, can tell who the, the young kids are. But like, I also, shut the fuck. But up, I dude. also respect that it was like I mean I learned my lesson. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like like I. Yeah, I would have appreciated it if it was more like, you know, I'm. Uh, it's not a great question, yeah, like, but you, you kind of give me a nod, like, hey, buddy, you know, maybe not not a great question, like, move on. But he, you know, trial by fire threw me to the wolves, and I'm kind of like, whatever. I don't like hold the fuck. If, well, I, ever, if no, I ever saw but... Pats again, for a while, I was like, it didn't, it didn't like turn me off to the idea of uh, being in sports media, but it did make me realize quick, like, you can't really be a fan. Mm-hmm. And do that type of media no, oh, at the same because, like, yeah. in in that moment, Mike Piazza went from like my hero to being like 
well, all right, fuck you, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and, and it's, it's a, not like I held the grudge forever, but in that moment, I was like, I don't like this guy anymore. It desensitizes you. That's yeah. what I've said my entire life. Like, when I was in mainstream media, like, covering A&M, people were always like, that had to have been the coolest thing ever. I was like, honestly, it took me coming to Barstool to, like, love A&M as much as yeah. I had again because right. it was like, I can actually talk about it as a fan. They, like, beat it out of that you. That was the other thing. when. Uh, so that was spring training, but the one time I covered, like, them for a game at Shea Stadium, I... Uh, I was in the press box, and they hit. They were like a shitty team at that point, like on the come up. I think in '05, but um, they hit like uh, a grand slam in like the eighth inning, like a big home run. And I like stood up and I was like, "Yes!" Mm. And I was like the only one to do it, obviously. And I was like, "You know what? Fuck this! I don't want. I don't want to no live this che- life where I can't do this yeah. kind of shit." No cheering so, like, in the press off. box. Yeah. That's the thing. Fuck no cheering. Why well, don't go in there? Like yeah, yeah. No, I mean, 2018, I, they finally gave us the press passes, and I would go it. for batting practice to schmooze, and then I would do my interviews in the dugout. And the only time I would ever go in the press box is they have a snack machine in there. But you know what? <laughs> Part of me wishes that I would get a, a press pass now and do that and, like, make them remove me. Because, like, because fuck that. That's some that's an unwritten rule of baseball. I don't yeah. fucking care. Why does There's it? Why sign, do you care? I think. Why would you? There's like yeah, a why? Sign why? Sox press box. Why? Well, and it's not just baseball. It's everywhere. Why? I, I you know because what is you're, it? You're, because they it's so fucking lame. And I understand there does have to be people who are neutral to give news. Like I get that. Like X's and O's, but, whatever. But I'm not. But so right, like right. I I'm part of the press. Exactly. I'm part of the media in a new age form, right. or whatever. Where I'm not here to be neutral. Because they're fun suckers, so, Kevin. So whatever. Because they're fun you know? suckers. So like you don't have to cheer. You shouldn't cheer. You're trying to remain neutral. I'm here to write an article about how fucking awesome these guys are. Well, it's the so, it's the you know? like to a lower level. It's like saying we. Like if you say we about your team, pretty much anywhere other than here, like they look down at you. Like I had right. to I had but, to break that habit. So it's like if you say we on like local sports talk radio talking about whatever, sure. they kill you. But I also like I don't care. I don't care so either. Part of anymore. me wishes I could go like get the the coverage and make every fucking <laughs> beat reporter roll their eyes and make someone from City Field come and say oh, it to and me. And you know they would, and just be they, like, "All right, I'm going to make that. you do it." Well, Kevin, what would happen is you'd walk in, and before you even started cheering, everyone would be like, "Barstool Sports is here." Barstool Sports. Yeah, is here. I know. And I, I say, almost, what's up, bitches? We almost <laughs> got kicked out of an awards show a couple years ago. Do you remember that? No, what was that? Because Erica was heckling the because we oh, were yeah. we were up against like a hot yeah, dog stand or something, funny. and that like they funny, were like, yeah. "All right, we got to go." Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> it was hilarious, but it was just like, yeah, and, and people were literally saying, "Oh, that's Barstool Sports." <laughs> Let's run through some of these dumbest moments here or embarrassing moments. Uh, we got Renton from Kansas City. What's up, Renton? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How dumb are you? It's actually not me. It's my two uh, my two buddies. So uh, sure. Years back, I'm in a group. <laughs> I'm in a group chat with them, and uh, I'm telling them I misplaced something. My buddy goes, "Why don't you check in your J O U R?" And I'm yeah. like, "The hell are you talking about?" My other buddy in the chat goes, I think he means your D-R-O-O-R. Drawer and drawer? I'm like, you guys mean the fucking drawer? And they're wow. both like, oh, fuck, yeah. These are fucking 20-year-old kids back in the day telling me how to have a fucking small drawer, and they can't even J-O-U-R do it. J-O-U-R is That's, bad. That is bad. D-R-O-O-R is also horrendous, but J-O-U-R. The fact that he tried to correct him, I couldn't believe it. I said, yeah, you know. well, did you see there was one that went viral uh, recently? Uh, let me pull the ones up. that go viral for, like, I mean, I, I mean, we've had might as well, might yeah. as well, well here, I mean, but I've, it's like, I've yeah. I made a fucking career off this shit. Right. Uh, this one, I think where they posted it on the Barstool 
on the Barstool Instagram. I can't find it. Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, what's that Christmas song that goes like, the least knobby dot? And then the guy wrote back. He's like, are you kidding me, dude? Do you mean Felice Navidad? So he got it wrong, but he was like kind of close. But the least Navidad. I l- the, the fact that that guy's running around Christmas time going, the least Navidad. I mean, it's fantastic. <laughs> so fucking good. You know there are so many of those. By the way, you talk about dumb moments. Have you heard uh, Rudy's moment recently? I just was looking at his Instagram story, and I, it jogged my memory. Have you heard his mayonnaise take? No. Do we, uh, so – he thinks that mayonnaise, or he thought, he got mocked off of the college football set for it, but uh-huh. is liquid cheese. <laughs> he thought it was the same thing as cheese. Like Alfredo sauce? Melted down. Like a, like, like a cheese whiz? Like He literally, he said, he was talking about mayonnaise, because he put up like an Instagram story about how much he loves mayonnaise, and like people were just like telling him how gross they thought it was, which yeah, I love mayonnaise, like mayonnaise, but whatever. White. He was like, why wouldn't people like this? It's, it's just liquid cheese. And I looked at him. This is like before we were filming, so he was up there with still scenes. I looked at him and was like, what do you mean it's liquid cheese? He was like, the same way that you make cheese is how you make mayonnaise. And the entire room is just like, is, is no, he high? Not. Is yeah. he? What is it? It's, egg it's eggs and, and vinegar oil. Oh, and oil. Yeah, yeah, like it's – it's. It is but, gross. But he – thought it was just like cheese He thought it was boiled cheese, down? and he was like, that's why it's next to the cheese in the grocery store. I was like – but it's 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 not. Rudolph sometimes says some things that make me laugh. It's it's just like I not. do the, I do like a puppy like my head turns like what? And we talked about it for a like while. I probably like mayonnaise more if I thought it was like a cheese sauce, but it's not. No, it's just I, eggs. I do... And he was like, it's he was like it's dairy, and I was like, well, eggs used to be on the dairy thing, but eggs are not dairy. You can eat eggs if you're a if you're lactose intolerant. And he was like. So it's not cheese. And I was like, no, it's eggs. So what you're telling me it's not place. cheese. <laughs> Nat from Boston, what's your dumbest moment? Um, so, I mean, for the past, I don't know, six, seven years I've been driving every single time. Whenever I pass an easy pass, I drive in the middle of the two lanes to try and avoid the ticket. But every single Wait. time, I get ticketed every time. Wait, what? So, I don't even follow. Like the HOV? So you have easy passes in New York? Yes. Yeah, so I was thinking, this is why you don't fog, I'm a fucking dumbass, is because when I'm in the two lanes, I'm in the middle of the two lanes, I would think that they don't register my plate on the camera, Oh, I and see. that way I can just I, go I right through. So, like, the cameras, like he's saying if you're in one of the lanes, that the cameras would be looking right at your license plate, and so it would register that you, you don't have an easy pass, but if you go down oh, the... So I guess we're talking about, like, the, the ones that's just, like... The express where you can just drive. You can just drive through it, right, and so right. he was you're saying not if going you drove through, like, the toll. Like, no, just, so if you drove down the middle, that there it. wouldn't be a camera. You know what? I mean, I don't hate that idea. It's not going to work, but at least give yourself a shot. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure the camera probably stretches across <laughs> the entire street. You goddamn dummy! Let's go to Chris in New Orleans. Christopher, I hear your blinker. Chris is gone. Let's go to Elizabeth in Boston. What's up, Liz? Hi, I have two, and they're both really bad. Um, I feel like girls, I've, I always say this about girls, girls can be the most, like, book-smart creatures on the on the planet, and then they sometimes will have street-smart moments where it's like, oh, my God, you're brain dead. Well, we'll let Elizabeth <laughs> so go, but I, I have I have one that happened to me very recently okay. that I need to share with you. Liz, what do you got? Yeah, so one, um, my boyfriend had texted me, this was years ago, like, hey, up and at him, because I had to go somewhere. And I texted oh. back, and I was like, I wonder who Adam was that he was, like, always up early, that it's up in Adam. And he goes, are you kidding? And then I texted him back, and I was like, 
oh, shoot, you're right. It's like atoms, like science. Like they move oh, around no. so much. So like, <laughs> and he's Double like, he's down. Right now. And I'm just like, oh, oh shit. I'm like, wait, no, it's up in atom. Like, so I got it. I got there, but it, it took me a little while. Up in atom. Um, yeah. And then the next one was, I think we were watching some, like, Browns documentary or something, and there was some headline that said, like, the Browns exercise the demons. And I, like, turned to my then boyfriend, now husband, and I was like, so what if the coach just, like, work them really hard? Oh, like, they do God. a miracle to, like, make them not, like, get all, like, the bad, like, I don't know, the whatever demons out. Were, they were doing like, jumping jacks. So the I mean, honestly, that's yeah. kind, kind of, of, that's kind of I endearing. Mean, that's kind of endearing. He was like, endearing. No, it's, it's like an actor. I meant endearing. I like, I oh, right. That, yeah, that's, I think that one's cute. But, like, for all I know, Elizabeth could have got, like, a perfect SAT score and went to yeah. Harvard. It just happens. Yeah. Girls are dumb. Yeah. Girls are yeah, I, smart while being dumb and dumb while being moment. smart. Yeah. yeah, we all have cute. brain And it is cute. And it's also, like, you can then blame it on blonde. The one I had recently that is still being brought up in this office, which is tough, but it, it really was. I realized how dumb it was as soon as I said it. But it was too late. It came out of my mouth. It was Masters weekend. And, you know, a group of us were having, like, a Masters watch party. And Tiger on Saturday was wearing like a like a pink or like a fuchsia polo with like a black vest over it. Mm -hmm. And so then later on, somebody new came in and he had already taken the vest off. And so they were like, oh, Tiger with the fuchsia. I was like, yeah, he's got a great fit on. He had a vest on earlier, but I really have no idea why he took the vest off. And everyone in the room looked and like, because he got hot. And I was like, oh. I, I don't know. Oh, that, that makes me feel good. I mean, yeah. the entire room. I thought just, that was going to be way worse. No, the entire like, room just mocked me. They were like, so I will walk in sometimes and people will be like, I wonder why he took that vest off. I don't think that's that bad. Thank God, Kevin. You're, you I are mean, the barometer. I, they that's looked, probably why, but I, I don't think that's. It looked at, they looked at me like I had a third eye. They Like the whole room slowly turned. They're like, because it got hot out. I mean, that's just because it's fun to make fun of Casey. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. Let's hit our break. We got Dominican Dylan and uh, Taylor from Long Island on the line, so I wanted to wait till after the break so they got their time to be dumb. But it's a dumb day here on CCK. Call us up. Get involved. We'll be back after the break. It's been the last five years. Why is my mind on? I don't Youth is wasted on the young, right? How come it is? How come when you are a young dude... You your your dick works whenever you want it to work, but it it only lasts for like twenty five seconds. But when you're an old dude, your dick doesn't work when you want it to work. But when it does work, it lasts for a long time. It's like it never lines up. It never lines up for guys. You never have what you need to have when you need it. You feel me? But that's where Roman comes in because Roman has solutions for your dick all over the place. You can't get them hard. Roman's got you covered. You can't keep them hard. Roman's got you covered. You can't keep your hair. Roman's got you covered. Everything that guys face that they struggle with as they get older or as they run into health issues and hygiene issues and sex issues, Roman has you covered. My favorite, the Roman swipes. It's non-prescription. It's affordable. It's easy to use. And it makes you last longer in bed. You open up the swipes, you rub them on, you last like 50% longer than you usually do. And the best part is, as you use them more and more, you train yourself to last longer. And eventually, hey oh, you might not even need them. Plus, sometimes, you know, you get a little placebo effect on top of the FDA actual real effect, where you're actually numbing your dick up a little bit. So really, it's the perfect storm for you to last longer in bed, keep her or him happy. Everybody comes. Everybody's a rock star. Everybody enjoys their sex life. You also have a full head of hair if you get the hair pills. Your dick's hard all the time. If you get the ED pills, Roman, one-stop shop for absolutely everything you need for young guys, for old guys, for guys of all sizes, all ages. Go to getrobin.com slash KFC. 
That's GetRoman.com slash KFC, and you can get your swipes now for just five bucks. The High Noon El Prez Pack is here, featuring my top four High Noon Vodka Celta flavors. These flavors include passion fruit, pineapple, pear, an all-new flavor, tangerine, all made with real vodka, real juice. This 12-pack is only here for a limited time, so get it while you can. Just look for the pack with my face on it. You can even scan the QR code in the pack and have me virtually join your party. Visit HighNoonSpirits.com to find the El Prez Pack nearest you. If you're down with me and Feidelberg, me and Rocket, me and Casey, you should be down with Harry's. It started out by just two friends, Jeff and Andy, who said, fuck it, we're tired of overpaying for razors. So if you've ever overpaid for a razor, ever, all the other companies where you had to pay like $40 for a pack of three, you should thank Jeff and Andy. You should be down with them the same way you get down with Barstool. They're good guys who said, fuck the big brands, let's do it ourselves with over-designed, overpriced, out-of-touch, nonsense products. So uh, they're just like us. They're just like, they're like the stoolies. They're like the bar stool of the razors world. So right now, uh, they're basically giving away shaving stuff. I mean, literally giving it away. It's $3 for an entire kit. $3 is $0 in my world. Like $3 you can find in your couch cushion these days. Come on, give me a break. Go to harrys.com slash KFC, and for 3 bucks you get the trial set, which includes a five-blade razor with the new sharper blades. You get the weighted ergonomic handle. You get the foaming shave gel with aloe and a travel cover to protect your blade when you're on the go so the razors never get dull, never scratch up. They stay sharp, give you a close shave. All of that for $3. All of that for 12 quarters. Are you kidding me? You can't even, like, park anywhere for 3 bucks. It's unbelievable quality, all delivered right to your door. And after you're done with that trial set, the quality keeps rolling in at an honest price. $2 per refill. Are you kidding me? $2 is less than $3, and I already told you how $3 is $0. So all of this is practically free. Go to harrys.com slash KFC. Get that trial set today. Change your life with Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash KFC today. Mm-hmm. Everyone got their glass out. Let's drink too easy. Every nigga that stand me down just came to see me. Chopping up a little cash cow, that steak I'm eating. Ah, uh, one Check foot through. One foot through, Zah. The sex platonic. I wanted to play so bad. I could not find a clean version of it. So you. It's a Drake and Weezy freestyle. That Casey swears means that Drake is not washed. You mean Lil Wayne's not washed? Yeah, Lil Wayne's not washed. Yeah, this is on No Ceilings 3. And they just put this one out on Spotify. All the other ones are on Piff. But I will say... You cannot listen to this freestyle and say that man is washed. I text you that, you ignored me. I text Za and Za said, yes, go off, queen. That It's like Eminem, too. Eminem can still rap. It's just that he doesn't make good music anymore. That, this, is a, this song is fire. It's fire. Drake's, Drake's dumb, verse is fire, too. Let's get back to our dumb uh, audience here because, I mean, everybody... This is the most calls we've gotten in a long time. It's also because it's relatable because everyone has those moments where you're like, fuck, I sound like an asshole. But like everyone sounds like an asshole. Let's hope. Dominican Dylan, how stupid is our boy Dylan? I feel like you might have a doozy on deck. I could see you having a pretty embarrassing one. My bad. I almost fell asleep while that song was playing. (laughs) Oh, shut up, Dylan. (laughs) What's up? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) No, but I had have just two. The worst one, I think, was when I met my ex-wife and we were dating. I think we were dating for a year, and she's like, oh, I want you to meet my family because I'm from Slovenia, so let's go. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Day of the flight comes. I'm like, yo, 
for some reason, I didn't research anything. I'm like, yo, how long is this flight? She's like, 11 hours. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is it so long to go to a fucking province in Canada? And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> she's like, what the fuck are you talking about Canada? And I'm like, I thought it was like a province in Canada and shit. Because provinces in Canada have like Saskatchewan, all that weird shit. And she's like, I no, could see. It does kind of sound like that. Yeah, I could see that. Like Slovenia and Canada. I mean, it's just it's just blatantly not that. But I could see it being a little bit like it sounds that way. Yeah, that's tough though, because also then, then you got to get on a plane for eleven hours, man. That's that sucks. I thought I was like, oh, three hour trip, little problem. Yeah, no. No shit. I should have got my edibles ready. I'm not ready for an eleven hour trip. Dog, I hate flying and shit. I like the short flight. I think the other one was when I was in class in middle school, and the teacher's like, oh, can you name something about a river in, like, the Great Lakes or something? I'm man confident. I raise my hand because usually I'm wrong. So if I know something, I'm like, oh, shit, it's time to be smart. It's my chance. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like Atlantic Ocean. I, I was like, oh, shit, all oh, my boys are no. crazy. And oh, no. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> that is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, those like, there's a lot from school days where, you know, you – I remember a kid, uh, Jonathan Ross was his name. I'll just drop the government name on him. We were in like sixth grade, and he couldn't spell rock. He spelled rock R O K. It was it was Billy Madison. It was straight up R O C K. It was it was like he couldn't spell. It was like rock or stone or something. It was really really bad. And I was like, I, 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 we girl in my class that pronounced Jose Jones, and she was like, what Jose? <laughs> and we were like, what Jose? And someone she was like, Jose. And she's like, oh. I'm that's like, how you shit. spell that one. Yeah, that's, I mean, but hey, that's what you're there for in school. I, I can't imagine how many times teachers are like, well, I know you're here to learn, but you are re, you're really stupid. You are very, very dumb kids. Uh, let me get to Taylor in Long Island. Thanks for the call, D. Bye, Dylan. Taylor in Long Island. How uh, You got a bad interview moment. I got to give Taylor a shout out. He did uh, a good segment. Uh, you got to check out his interview. Uh, what's your IG, Taylor? It's uh, Taylor underscore Ringold, R-I-N-G-O-L-D. He's yeah. got a great idea where y- you um, you what do you what exactly do you pull up like all of their their best like Instagram moments and Instagram pictures and ask them yeah, questions about yes. those moments yeah. and yeah. and I watched the yeah. one with Ashley Brewer and it's just like every every person you interview doing that is happy to talk about it because it's like oh yeah let me tell you like that's my favorite. Like moment, uh, like when I was doing this or doing that, and like the person is very eager to actually give you, you know, information idea, yeah. about it. Yeah, so that was good. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, and, but, and but that what's your what's your worst interview? Yeah, uh, I have a couple. When I was uh, in Minnesota with the twins, I uh, I remember. So the first one was it was like the first time I was going in a clubhouse, and they kind of just threw me into the fire, and this was right off of the 2017 World Series champion Astros. There is the first home series in Minnesota. And they're like, all right, go into the Astros clubhouse and go get some sound bites from Carlos Correa about, I think they're going to be playing in Puerto Rico. or The Twins are playing Puerto Rico the next week. And I was like, okay, and I'm shitting bricks. So I walk in and Carlos Correa is automatically being an asshole to me because he says I don't speak English, which clearly he does. And then I have Alex Bregman, Jake Marisnik, and geez, somebody else roasting my outfit while I'm trying to interview Carlos Correa. Ugh. Not going well. And then George Springer blasts 
disco music so that my sound is completely shit. They don't turn on the music. I'm like stuttering. I'm so nervous. I get the sound. It's terrible. And that was a bad moment, kind of dumb, because I was like, you know, I didn't like stick up for myself. But the second, like my next bad interview, which is legit like a week later, uh, I was interviewing Lance Lynn. And it's like, people don't know who Lance Lynn is. Like, big, the big name pitcher, pitcher for the Astros, for the Rangers. And he's, uh, has a really bad reputation of being a prick to the media. Yeah. And I took it upon myself. I'm like, all right, you know, He's by himself. I want to go interview him, get a soundbite, you know, without the whole media scrum uh, coming after him. And I didn't know after the pitcher's start that everybody goes to talk to the pitcher and the first people that talk is like Fox or whatever right. TV network hosts the game. Well, I didn't know that. So I see Lance Lynn in a towel. He walked like five, got fucking rocked. And I was like, I'm going to get a soundbite walk over, say, hey, Lance, you got a second? And he's like, don't fucking talk to me right now. Wait till everyone gets here. And it was in front of everybody. Yeah. It was in front of the entire team. Um, a lot of the media was right behind me. It and sucks. I hated that motherfucker ever since. Yep. He Tom, Tom Glavin did – I, I kind of broke the unwritten rule the other way. Uh, he, he was starting that day, and it was pregame. And he was all alone, yeah. and that's because they they leave guys alone before they their their right. start. And I walked over and I was like, "Hey, Tom, you got a minute?" And he was like, "No, man." Like, I but he was cool about it. He was like, "No, no, no, I'm starting today." Right. So, and actually, why I still, despite his his uh, domestic abuse shit and how he went down a horrible path in that moment, Jose Reyes, like he was like. He like was like come come over here come here you talk to me like he like swooped me up and I had like a very embarrassing moment was, like, come interview me because he was like a rookie and he like Aww. saw me floundering and like threw me a lifeline but yeah those are the things like you have to just do that to learn that because unless somebody tells Absolutely. you those things you have no fucking way of like knowing you know the the etiquette uh, but yeah fucking Lance Lynn just being a dick to you it's like fuck off Lance Lynn fat yeah, idiot. <laughs> That's how you hate guys for life. Thanks, thanks for the call. How, how happy were you when he fell down on the mound during the playoffs? Yeah, he must have loved that one. Yeah, redemption, yeah. motherfucker. I'm I remember sure being, that was the sixteen to one game too. I'm sure if he got rocked like that, imagine just be like, "So, Lance, how was your day?" And you're not even supposed to be talking to him. <laughs> but fuck that. Whatever. Just, it's like you can't talk during this time. You can't talk to me. You know, it's all got to be like proper. And yeah, it's just, I hate that shit. Ease up, I man. I lasted one like, day in there. Yeah, it's I, like they get paid so much fucking money, and it's right. like just eat it for fifteen minutes. Right, it's crazy. It's crazy. I honestly, and it sucks. It does suck, but like just do it. Of course, you know? it sucks. Like I don't. When I was with the Atlanta Hawks, like obviously when you're with a team, like that's different because you get like the rapport with them. But like yeah. you could, you just knew the guys not to fuck with in certain moments. Like it's like you know what I mean. Like you kind of like like athletes know you're gonna come in there. You just ask a question. If you don't feel like answering a question, just like give them a just short the answer. They're, they're going to walk away. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like no you, reason. You like, know, if guys. you want to get through it, it's easier to just like do the Derek exactly. Jeter. Like now I'm, you're making it a thing. Now it's going to be a problem. Now it's going to be a headline. Now it's going to last longer. Exactly. Like, like I would know the guys that were going to give me shitty answers, and if I absolutely had to go over and talk to them for whatever reason, then I would just ask a quick question. They would give me a shitty answer, and I'd keep it moving. Like right. that's the way you do it. Don't be a dick. Right. 
uh, before we get to our next call, undefeated Earl the Truth Spence Jr. risks it all and puts his title line again on the line against Philly's own Danny Swift Garcia in the biggest fight of the year. It all goes down this Saturday, December 5th, live on pay-per-view. Errol Spence Jr. was on top of the boxing world when the undefeated former U.S. Olympian suffered a horrific single-car accident where he miraculously survived. Spence, 26-0 with 21Ks, has a new lease on life, but the same hunger to be the best. Spence will be fighting in front of his hometown fans at Cowboys Stadium. In a career as a two-division world champion, Danny Garcia, 36-2 and with 21 KOs, has put together a boxing resume that rivals his contemporaries in both those divisions. His resume is a virtual who's who of standouts at 140 and 147 pounds. Armed with one of boxing's best left hooks, the Philadelphia-born Garcia appears well on his way to achieving his goal of becoming the next great Puerto Rican fighter. Errol the Truth Spence Jr. versus Danny Swift Garcia in the biggest fight of the year. It all goes down this Saturday, December 5th, live on pay-per-view. Buy it now on foxsports.com slash ppv and watch it on any screen you want. We've got an embarrassing moment with Allen Iverson. That's not a guy who I would really want to uh, be like talking shit to me. How did that go, uh, Paul? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Um, so I, I went to an autograph signing in Philadelphia to meet Allen Iverson, and I got the first ticket in line. Like, I was going to be the first guy to meet him. So I was, I was excited. You know, he's my favorite player ever. Yep. Uh, I paid for an inscription, too. So it's like, get the autograph, and he'll write some dumb shit on there, too. I asked him to write, uh, we're talking about practice. And he oh, was like, no. mumbled under his breath. He's like, that's not my M.O., and I didn't hear him, so I asked him again, obviously. I was like, oh, can, can we, we're talking about practice. And he shot up, and he started yelling at me. He's like, that's not my fucking MO, you stupid fuck. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm like, geez. holy shit. I'm 15 years old, filled with fear right now. Yeah. I thought he was going to rip my head off. Yeah, that's, um, that's a scary yeah. one, man. I mean, you know, like, it, it, is, it would be a good ins- a little uh, inscription to have. I obviously think he doesn't want to talk about it. Like, it's not his proudest yeah. moment. But, like, again, you have to realize that it's a, a 15, yeah, cool. it's a 15-year-old kid. Like, if it's an adult or something, I don't know. I think you have to realize, like, all right, I have a kid who's either being a dick and he's a kid or he's just, like, being, like, he doesn't know. He's just being, like, he thinks he's being funny, but it's a little bit, like, over the line. But to just snap, I mean, AI is not the one you want snapping no, on you. I, I, I don't care, yeah. you know, he's, he's he might not be that big, but you don't, you don't want to fuck with AI. That's... That's a no go no. for me. Oh my bad. Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of there's a lot of stories like that too. Of like, I asked for an autograph and they said no, and you probably you know, you catch somebody on the wrong night or I mean, when you sign like years and years and years and thousands of autographs, you're probably bound to have a couple where you like say no or I mean, eventually you've got to cut it off, right? There's always going to be somebody who doesn't. You, you you sometimes you hear the stories like he stayed for hours and signed every single yeah. one, and those are, like the truly great guys. But ordinarily, it's like, I, I got to go, guys. And there's always going to be one person who gets cut off who hates that guy for life. And like, that's well, just the fucking breaks. You right. know, that's how it goes. I, I particularly, like, I don't I don't give a shit about autographs and Mm-mm. stuff. So I really don't sympathize too much. It's well, like, they're also just like, I feel like they're outdated at this point. Like it used to be yeah. like that was how you could prove that you were like with a celebrity yeah, a or something. Like or now it's pictures. Yeah. Now it's I mean, I guess if you collect autographs, it's cool. But like to me, like I would never ask anybody for an autograph. Like there's yeah. not one person on the planet that I'd be like, I want your signature. No, no. Plus you can I mean, you can forge anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that anybody should do that, but like, plenty of people are like, "Oh, look, I've got Michael well, Jordan's even, autograph." It's like, yeah, well, they're, like there's. They're, I think they started to find out recently, in, in like a lot of memorabilia is all like forged. I forged like, the shit out of my mom's signature in high school. Well, yeah, my mom's signature. My mom's got a fucking hard signature too. 
the it shame? is like what's a, hard about it's, it the k is we it's it's very intense and like part of it's not scribbled part of it is mm. scribbled the k looks funny there's big swoops in it imagine people in high i mean i guess maybe teachers and principals and all that just like didn't care like whatever we're just checking our box that this is yeah, this but like they had to have known we were forging everything. I would have to think so. I mean, if you get like a 60 on a test and yeah, just like, like, here's the signature. Yeah. Like, you know what's weird? When you change your name and you just gotta have, you just gotta change your signature. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Can you imagine like you're trying to do your signature like Casey Carabas? It's like. Well, I'd kill myself before I ever had to do that. So. We're good. Jesus Christ. It's all like Do that you one. think you would change your name? No. Yeah, you got enough of a like a name. Yeah, no, I think like so. My friend Laura Rutledge heard of her. She was saying that she changed her name. I mean, granted, at the time, Josh was playing baseball, too. So he was like a professional athlete. But her last name was McKeeman. So it was much harder to say than yeah. Rutledge on camera, like sending it down to the, the field to Laura McKeeman versus Laura Rutledge. Yeah. So we talked about it. It's like if it's easier to say, like much easier, or if it's just a famous last name. Right. Like if I married somebody super famous, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then that would be different. Otherwise, no. Casey Bieber. Oh, I, shit, yeah, I would change, Be- mm-hmm. I put Bieber across my forehead, but <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't think I would change it. Smith is just, I mean. I also think once you have, like, a career started, right, there's really no right. reason and to Right, and the only thing, it, it would have to be, like, a, like, Rockefeller, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, something yeah. crazy, like, like cool Kennedy, yeah. you know, like that. Casey Kennedy would be dope. Casey Kennedy would be dope. That would yeah, be very yeah, good, yeah. yeah. Let's get to a few more calls here before we wrap it up with Chicago, and send it over to Chicago. We got Trevor in Texas. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? pretty good i got a i got an embarrassing story from when i was a kid so um so you know every kid loves to you know play outside you know climb trees and everything so i've got this big tree in our front yard and i can't quite reach the uh you know the front branch like the top branch i'm trying to figure out how i'm going to get you know get up this tree so go to the garage grab a rope you know tie uh or you know throw it over the branch you know take the one end of the rope and uh, naturally tie it to the bottom of my ankle tie it to my leg um, take the other end of the rope, you know, kind of pull it tight, thinking I'm going to, you know, pull myself up this tree. So, you know, I get it real taut, and then I just yank it. And, of course, I just, you know, go flying, drill my head on the side, uh, you know, on the ground. My mom is standing in the kitchen just watching this whole thing unfold as I bust my ass and come crying in, running to, you know, running inside. So everyone okay. gets a kick out of that story so yeah. A good one. yeah but you're also like at that point it's like you're a kid you don't know any better you know what i mean like it's embarrassing brain, it's I'm like, like yeah i'll just pull myself up this tree <laughs> no problem i'm strong enough to do this shit you know yeah exactly i don't i mean jared have you ever thank you for the call trevor have you ever done something like that like when you were a kid that you thought you were like way stronger than you actually were or like like i feel like no, kids like jump true. off of things shut up jared i've seen pictures of you when you were a kid you've not always been strong that's true. I feel like little like little boys usually do stupid shit like that all the time because they don't know like what their strength is versus what they should actually be doing. No, I don't know. I was always pretty self aware when I was a kid. Uh, I always knew you self aware. Right back at you, Casey. I mean, I'm incredibly self aware. Incredibly. Let's go to Let's see who's been waiting on the line the longest. Let's go to Anthony in Seattle. Anthony, what's your dumb moment? Uh, so it actually happened in quite recently. Uh, I was on uh, national radio and, uh, I kind of said that the world series is the main goal. It's usually just building a good process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't mean it. All right. I love you guys. And, love and you Andy too. Martino 
Uh, he's, I think he works for SNY, just went on TV like a week ago, not even, and was like, yeah, I mean, like the World Series isn't really the main goal. It's, you know, you build it, you want to build a good process. Like that's the goal. It's like, well, if you build a good process, I mean, that's what he just said. You want yeah. to do what? No, he was making that... fun of that guy. Oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. That was my dumb moment. Tony, what's up? What's your dumb moment? So this one's actually not mine. A a friend of mine, uh, but it's my favorite dumb story I've I've ever been a part of. So in high school, I was working at Foot Locker, and my friend who was the cashier, I overhear she's getting getting into it with with the customer, starting to escalate. So I walk over to see what's going on, and um, I'm like, Katie, what's wrong? She's like, this customer's trying to pay with a fake $100 bill. You know, I use my, my counterfeit pen and it turned black, so that means it's fake. And, you know, the customer's like, no, I just pulled this out of the ATM. This is, I got it from my bank. This is valid. So they're going back and forth. And I, I look at her, like, Katie, that, that's not a counterfeit pen. That's a fucking Sharpie. <laughs> so she was just marking it with a black Sharpie. <laughs> she, she marked it with a black Sharpie and then accused this guy of having counterfeit money. Oh, man. That guy probably was like, I thought that's what I have- do, though. No, there's an actual pen that you mo- you thought you you sharpies for Look counterfeit money. Hey, Blondin. you, you have a, it's a counterfeit pen. If it's brown, it's real. If it turns black, it's fake. She was using a black sharpie. Jared, you thought you used a sharpie for that? I don't know. I haven't used cash uh, since like 2011. I don't know. It's been a long time. You thought you just took a black sharpie, and if it turned black on the the dollar bill, it was counterfeit. I've definitely seen people use Sharpies, yeah. So everything you would do would be counterfeit. You understand that, right? I mean, you're coming at me like I like I have a strong opinion about this. I don't. No, it's not a strong I'm I'm really trying to... Thank you for the call today. I'm trying to understand what... Like, you know when you use a counterfeit pen... I saw them use a marker. I didn't say Sharpie. I was oh. just like, whatever. It's a fucking okay, marker. Okay, well, no. Yeah. Okay, well, those are the two... He, what, he, what that guy was saying, I know you, you weren't listening because you were playing with Blackman. Um... What he was saying was the girl was using a black Sharpie to see if money was counterfeit, and a counterfeit pen turns brown if it's real, black if it's fake. So she was just accusing everybody of having counterfeit money because she was using a black Sharpie. Yeah, well, she's an idiot. Well, that was the whole point of these calls. Uh, Doug in Utah, what's your embarrassing story? Yeah, hey, I'm a new listener. I've listened for about a week and a half. You guys already have me call in and confess like stupid crap. So love it, uh, love it, it Doug. Let it all out. That's what CCK is here for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like that pen fifteen moment. You know, when you're in elementary and you mm-hmm. write like, hey, you should write pen fifteen. Join the pen fifteen club, and then you're like, oh, you got penis on your arm, and then you feel like <laughs> stupidest, you know, shit. Right? This is that moment, but like when I'm. 29 or 30 years old, like a year ago. So I'm an angel investor. And so I got invited to a pitch day for company, like startups get to present and ask for money. And it's kind of like Shark Tank. Um, but there was an all-women's group doing like a woman's company, and I think that was awesome. And they, had, they put up on a screen, they're doing a social media campaign to try to get hype around their company. And they, you guys know what camel casing hashtags are on like Twitter, since you guys are Twitter pros. I I don't, but Doug, I'm gonna be honest. We have 30 seconds before they. Well, he got he got. Damn, 
Oops, that was me. Oh, Zah accidentally <laughs> just dropped. <laughs> Sorry, poor, Zah. poor Doug. Poor Doug just is like a brand Doug, new fan. And he just, he got, yeah, call Doug, you know what? Doug. You call back tomorrow and we'll talk to you about, did he say camel casing? Hashtags? Something like that. Yeah, Something like that. that. Um, so Kevin is off interviewing one of the coolest guests ever. Jared and I will be back tomorrow for a Friday. Ed- will you be here tomorrow, Jared? I'll be here tomorrow. Friday edition of CCK. You guys stay hot. Let's get weird tomorrow. We haven't gotten weird on a Friday in a while. Let's get really fucking weird tomorrow. I'm down to get weird tomorrow. No shirts. <laughs>